Hello, I'm Steve Turton. This is my conversations with the Pope, number 22. It's half three in the morning. You can probably hear the NFL in the background. It's actually the tip of the week I'm watching here. Um, Nick Foles has just been picked off inside his own 20, I think. So, so that's going well. You'll be glad you missed that. Uh, good shows today. Uh, good laugh with Popey over an hour and a half of uh, sport. Lots of Liverpool, Everton talk. Nobody gets off the hook uh, in terms of Liverpool players. Van Dijk, Gomez. Everyone gets it after that. 7-2 Morlan at uh, Aston Villa. We're looking at uh, the NBA Finals, obviously. Trump-Biden going back and forth. Uh, we've got an unlikely lookalike. Well, I've got an unlikely lookalike. We've got a tip of the week, as I've just uh, highlighted. I've got a tip of the week. Popey didn't come up trumps with that either. And we've got a new feature, Keegan of the Week. It's the bad shout of the week. Uh, Popey hasn't got one of them. <laughs> Not that you'd be surprised at that. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I've, I've done a lot of the, the heavy loading and the... Uh, the legwork this week but uh, it's a good show it's turned out nice and I hope you enjoy it it sounds like you have been I know we've got our loyal fans listening virtually every week looking at the numbers but we've got the uh, the same crew regulars but uh, it'd be nice to grow so I'll tell you mate if you are enjoying it get it up on your social medias and uh, get in touch with us give us a shout we've got the Merseyside Derby show next week so Send us some of your memories in from the Merseyside Derby. Send us some of your questions, some of your funny stories from uh, Liverpool and Everton games of the past. Yeah, just enjoy the show, as always. Sorry, lad. Fucking Gallagher on there, Oasis. <laughs> I thought it was Robbie Williams at first, yeah? <laughs> Fucking hell. Robbie Williams tribute act, according to our friend Mullen. Some of, his, some of his, his material, like... Yeah, he laced there. He said that about Liam's Lacer stuff, didn't he? And uh, what was it? Robbie Williams tribute act, yeah? A bad Robbie Williams oh, wow. tribute act. Okay. I, do you know what? I've just been listening to them doing physio. We haven't listened to Oasis in months. Some of the later gear is great. Underrated, some, some of the uh, later singles, I reckon. What are you talking about? Like Oasis or Gallagher? Yeah, Oasis. Uh, yeah, and Gallagher. Some of his solo bits. I know they're not like cohesive albums, I wouldn't say. The later gear, even Gallagher's solo stuff, but some little great bits. Oh, brilliant, lad, yeah. Fantastic, yeah. He certainly had a little bit of a renaissance in recent years, like, hasn't he? Such an aggressive start of the morning. No meditation. Just powering through lunges and that with... Uh, <laughs> We got like this more aggr- aggressive later uh, material. <laughs> I feel like I'm so getting. It's an aggressive start to the morning. Go ahead. I was on 
we're on this morning, literally, I've just um, dropped our Louis off at the school gates. Yeah. Walked in, and then I'd sort of walk around the barrier, walking back to my car, and who do I find loitering outside my child's primary school at half eight in the morning? Not our mate Ted Bundy. Our mate Ted Bundy, yeah, of course, yeah. Does that concern you? He has got an, uh, he has got offspring of his own. He has got a, a young son now. He, he is a father. Was he, was he talented schools? Was he maybe? Or well, there's many questions to answer, isn't it? The fact that he's loitering around kids' schools at that time of the morning. It's <laughs> didn't, didn't so much unnerve me, but certainly the kids. It's the last thing they need to be seeing, really. And at that time of the morning, Bundy and his big head yeah. is creeping past. No, you don't. You don't need it, do you? No, it has. So, it, what all that was about, whether it was pure coincidence or whether there was something a bit more sinister to mm. it, like, but we'll have can't to, really with Bundy, can you? We'll have to quiz him, lad. We'll have to fucking quiz him. Just back to Gallagher a minute, lad. Did you see he's took on the government there yesterday? He's took on over uh, our Chancellor coming out and saying that musicians need to retrain, you know, with venues being closed and gigs not happening up and down the country. He's basically come out and said they need to retrain and get, get different jobs. And Gallagher's gone right on the front foot, call the Tories, all sorts of twats and bastards. And good to see, good to see him getting, uh, getting political in his own way. What are we talking about? It's a charity boxing match between Gallagher and Rishi, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, lad? I felt like it, it felt like I was uh, I was getting ready for a boxing match there, doing this physio and warming up. It, it did feel like felt like entrance music a bit. We can slide away on and <laughs> I suppose it is a bit of a heavy. Still, you're still crying about this fucking leg of yours, are you? Still not the best. Um, it's put it this way: it's the stiffest thing on me anatomy of a morning when I wake up and uh, <laughs> saying something for quagmire like. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so you had, had an MRI last yesterday morning on it. Weird places at the moment, hospitals. Like, have you have you been in recently over the, over the last few no, months? No, I haven't, but you could be part of the 49ers roster, lad, with all your MRI scans and whatever else, like, do you know what I mean? Well, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. I've heard it's only a mild sprain. What's up with you? I don't know, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. Two to three weeks and we'll, we'll find out what's happened, like, but... Yeah, the MRI, lad, Jesus Christ. Not the nicest at the best of times, having to remain still in a tunnel for 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, but... Throw Never a, had one, to be honest with you. Yeah, they're not great. Throw a mask and gloves on top of that, and uh, they put headphones on you, and for some reason, they put they put Bjork on my headphones, so I had air squealing like a banshee as I'm trying to relax. <laughs> I think... I don't even think Bjork's number one fan would want air, would want air on the headphones, would they, while, while they get a scan? Oh, <laughs> 
Honestly, that was sweating. I was happening to uh, channel me in and Michael Imperioli thinking about clouds and sk- clear blue skies and thoughts passing and all that. It was uh, quite testing, lad, yeah. Fucking Bjork. So you can't even choose what you listen to, yeah? It's Bjork or nothing. It's I a bit mad, then. Just strapped in with Bjork. I can't imagine she's even in the rotation on Helsinki Hospital Radio, really, Bjork. You know, I was going to say, she's got some sort of deal, hasn't she, with the NHS? Like, yeah. <laughs> Quite profitable, I would have thought. Something's going on, lad. Yeah, knee's not the best. Was dragging it round Wales for, for a week last week. Uh, as yeah, family. I was Wales. Obviously, we couldn't do last week's episode because of your, uh, your family excursion to Wales, how was it? It was it was up and down, lad. Up and down. Our John was. We thought he was full of COVID, like he was. Uh, he was bed bound for most of it, full of flu. The AIDS has finally caught up on him. Mate. Well, exactly. His COVID was negative, but it's probably a good job that he didn't test them for anything else. <laughs> the way he put the way he's put it about over the years, like yeah, you'd have to say it's uh, it's an odds-on shot that he'll eventually end up with it, like. Stubborn trunks of this lacks of mine serve as with the hiv, yeah. Well, for now he's he's all right. Full on, AIDS, I'm going with. He's all right on the COVID front, but yeah, you know, it was nice that it, it, a change is as good as a rest, as they say, isn't it? I was thinking about your little trip, just the three of you to Wales, like, and I was I was getting sort of very much uh, with male and I vibes. Was it was it was that the case, like, or not? <laughs> It was, cottage. It, it was a cottage, lad, actually, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, wow, yeah, so yeah. very much so, didn't it? Nah, not much bevying, lad. I had a couple of Kembalo arfs. Nothing too strenuous, I suppose. I suppose, uh, yeah, no Welsh lamb for me. I was I was still meatless and, and on the veggie yet, so uh, I suppose I, I could have been the Uncle Monty of the piece. I was going to say, yeah, who was the Uncle Monty of the piece? Yeah, and I was, I was thinking it might have been yourself, so no great surprise there. As a boy, I'd weep in butcher shops. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Paul Wainwright didn't go with you, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Our Uncle Monty, as he was always known as. Oh, very much so, yeah. You're not painting the Wainwright family... Um, Tree very well here, basically. Are you saying Bundy's skating around school grounds at half eight? I'm not saying it. It's, it's a fact. He was there this morning, which was, as I say, a little bit, a uh, little bit surprising and unnerving, really, in equal measure. But you, some of that one anyway. You call him his older, his older brother, Uncle Monty. Not my words. These words have been spoken many times in the past, my friend. Just, uh, just pointing out that's all. Self, self-declarated, I think. I, I remember he always used to say he stacks a sensational seller, like Uncle Monty. So. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on to our to this show, lads, should we have a little look? I want to have a little look at, at last time we spoke, and uh, I was listening back to it. You asked me if we're the worst organised podcast out there. As I was blowing my nose, if if you listen back to it, probably <laughs> probably blowing COVID down me, mate. We're not the best, are we, lad? Are we becoming a, a bi-weekly show? Do you reckon? I hope so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I certainly our listeners would hope so, but yeah, as um, yeah, as 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 a pivotal part of the shows, I am wouldn't wouldn't concern me too much if we did become bi-weekly. I don't know. It's it, it would appear as such, wouldn't it? More so to do with your incompetence than 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 me. Obviously, I had that one week. Wow. Okay. Even just purely being the principled person that I am, refuse to do the pod, but. Say the other, other delays or cancellations of, of 
well and truly land at your feet, really. So <laughs> you're better, better suited to answer that than me. It was hard enough getting you on the line this morning. You were on an hour and might not be able to do it, lad. We'll see. It's getting like getting an audience with the Pope, this, isn't it? Well, me, me job takes priority, mate. And if Bernard Matthews have run out of absorbent pads, then I'm the man to solve that issue, aren't I? So... Of course yeah. you are, of course Six you are. Six unfortunately, my friend. couple of other bits that jumped out from last week are uh, Jackie Stallone impressions sound like Richie April. Is there, there something in that? No, I'm not a minute. Speak for yourself. Well, so, yeah, thought I'd done it justice, It's the Jackie. It's, uh... <laughs> Very nasally, that. You know, you're a good yeah. person. I'll give you that. But a lot of you Christopher Walkins, Richie Aprils come from the... Uh... The nasal? Cavity really, don't they? Maybe it's because I've got a, a natural canopy like like Chrissy is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural canopy. Oh, there you go. Fucking camel nose. <laughs> <laughs> and one last oh, what a guy. One last callback lad before we move on. Uh, I don't have a dig. By the on. way, was this um, Richie April? <laughs> Jackie Stallone impression sounding more Richie April. Was that something you picked up on or? One of the listeners. No, it was me. These are just my oh, thoughts okay. and, and my feedback. As I was editing, listening back, I was like, fucking hell. There's a crossover there between our, our Jackie S and, uh, and Richie, Richie A. I've done a bit of digging on Lampard's undies for you. Bundy was right. Okay. Yeah, true article. It wasn't a uh, fiction of his imagination. Um, they're called Shreddies Chemical Warfare <laughs> Underpants by all accounts. <laughs> what? Shreddies Chemical Warfare? Fa Frank, yeah. That can't lines. be right. Well, Shreddies, as in the cereal. I don't know. Can... I, don't, I don't think it's a sponsorship deal. I mean, it, it'd put you off your, your breakfast uh, meal, that wouldn't it? I'd imagine thinking about Fa Frank. Hang on, have I, have, I, have I listened to that right? It's called Chemical Warfare. <laughs> According to a 2012 Daily Mail article, yeah, it's bad bottom them. Does he oh, get... so he's been, he's been sporting them for eight years, has he, yeah? Apparently, yeah. I mean, he's been filling them. Quite a fair bit over the last few weeks, hasn't he? Some of the results we've had, like, 3-0 down at West Brom. Does he get more grief, do you reckon? Is Mrs. buying his strides, or are you cutting him some slack? So you've thrown so many puns in here, cutting him some slack and whatever else, and he's doing some digging. I don't know whether they're intended or not, but um, no, I won't cut him any slack. For any man who can't sort of be proud of their own aromas that are uh, coming from their arse, then, uh, then no, how, how can you... How can you trust a guy like that? So no, not not cutting him any slack. And there's been a further revelation over the last couple of weeks. Again, our mate Ted, I think he's got some sort of uh, personal vendetta against um, vendetta rather against Fat Frank. Because the latest revelation, according to Ted at least, was that um, cousin Rob, aka the Ogo Jota, the Growler, uh, loyal listener. I think he's been asking me when the next pod's out. He's not happy we've missed a couple. All oh, right, okay, very good. Uh, he's he, he apparently knows a um, a bird who'd been with with Lampard back in the day, oh, and yeah. according to her, at least uh, he hasn't got a single hair on his body. Um, so apparently he amacks by the uh, by the sounds of it. So wow, he, that's um, yeah. He was even more disgusted with that revelation than the, uh, the, the than his Grundies to the point where he said he'd refuse to play for him if he was his manager. Full body think, wax for Frank. I don't think Ted's got anything to worry about on that front, yeah. <laughs> full body wax. Maybe it's something the Bundy should go for and uh, a full body it himself. Do you reckon this was his missus' shout again or was this something Frank's? Yeah, well, it, 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 uh, well, no, because it was before he got with it. Unless ah. he'd been carrying on behind the back, mm. who knows? There we go, we've just outed him. Quite a revelation. 
Yeah, another uh, another law case, another lawsuit. Sorry, coming our way. Wasn't she with Adrian Childs before Frank? I'm, I'm just thinking of it. Can't have been. No, she was. No, no. She was. No. She used to present the one show with him, and they had a fling. Apparently, I think they. No. Yes. 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 Yeah. Could you go there after Adrian Childs? Oh my God. Um, imagine Childs with a full body wax. Okay. Imagine. Him, <laughs> imagine him airless, a brummy sea lion. Yeah. A fucking broomy sea lion flopping onto the bed next to you. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm not having that. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles was with, what, what's her name? Christine Blakely or something? Blakely, There's... something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was Charles. Something like that. Yeah, Frank robbed her off Giles. So what's, who's punching more there? So Charles with, with Blakely, whatever her name is, or uh, Les Dennis back in the day with Amanda Holden? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um... Well, let's put it this way. Who would you rather? Who would you rather? Would you rather your beard had been with, with Monty? Or, stop, Monty from Monty. Well, Monty. yeah, there you go. Yeah, exact same body shape. <laughs> with Childs or uh, Les Dennis? I think I'd rather she'd been with Les Dennis, to be honest with you. Oh, God. What do you reckon? Childs, mate. Fucking hell. I can't believe that. You know, oh. my head's just completely gone. If it was Les Dennis, though, I'd have, I'd have images of her, like... Him climaxing with that Mavis voice he, he used to do. Can I ask you something? Yeah. You're a comedian, right? Yeah. I haven't seen you make a joke for five years. What do you mean? When you're on telly and stuff. When you're on chat shows or in Big Brother. You're talking to the chickens, but you're moaning That's about stuff. The way That's they all cut you do. It. There you go, moaning about stuff. Make a joke about it. Make a joke. I mean, what was that impression you used to do? Impressions, I did loads. What was it? Made this Riley Coronation Street. Do that? No, I'm not doing that. Do it. No! Go on. I don't really know! That's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is good, yeah. Mm. <laughs> could, could be grim, Lesbian man. Dennis, eh, Jim? Lesbian. <laughs> that, that's a whole different <laughs> conversation, that, isn't it? No, no, no context needed. I'll just throw that one. Just lesbian Dennis, for those who, if you know, you know one of them. Exactly, yeah. Let's move on, eh? Okay, so so we've done done 14 minutes here and we've not really mentioned sports apart from Frank Sundays or a bet. Do you want to get into it? Should we start with football, should we? The uh, the meat and potatoes of the show? I think we should, yeah. Just given what an absolutely bonkers weekend it was. I've never seen anything like it. Sunday in particular. Yeah, absolutely nuts. It's been crazy all round, hasn't it? Pundits have been going mad. Fucking Jamie Carragher, Roy Keane, Patrice Evra. I just, what are you, th- what are you thinking, Steve? I, I, if you would have had the treble, Leicester three, uh, West Ham three 0 Tottenham six one, and Villa seven two. Well, you couldn't, could you? You couldn't. If I have a treble, would have paid on that. Like you're talking retirement fund. Don't be silly, like you know. I don't, uh, not even Moscow do do a bet that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of course, you retirement for you to. It did it, it, it the payout limit. It did the whatever the five hundred grand million payout limit that you know trebles do or it'd be crazy prices. Should we should we start with the red money? If we're no better place to start as two Liverpool fans, and now obviously you've had some concerns in the past about us being too. Uh, Two red men or two LFC centric, but I don't think there's any other place to start. Let's get in on Liverpool, yeah. I mean, um, well, let's go back. Let's go back to last Monday, and and uh, <coughs> we were pretty good against Arsenal. I thought, but I thought Roy Keane was spot on after the game. I know Klopp was very touchy. 
I think he was spot on. We were sloppy at Anfield. I know we were we were great in patches. We missed a lot of chances as as always. And that high line, if if uh, Lacazette finishes, we we've dropped points there at Anfield. We can't expect the red carpet rolled out and I praise every game, can we? I mean that would be un- unbearable. And um, the sloppiness, the sloppiness came came to the surface again. Obviously, at uh, at Aston Villa, lad. Do you, you want to? Do you want to talk about well, that? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say sloppiness as such. I'd, I'd, I'd say just just going back to the Arsenal game. Uh, on the contrary, lad, I, I honestly thought that was one of our best performances on the clock. Really, mm. I thought we won eight two potentially in the end, and we were dominant and sort of we built on the performance, the performance before against Chelsea. Chelsea was boss. Yeah, Chelsea was perfect. Right? I thought we'd had a real start, solid start to the season. To the point where, obviously, I'd seen Saturday's results, seen Man City drop more points. Obviously, Man United, not saying that it's sort of a, a, a title rival by any stretch, but then, obviously, them getting turned over. So, I was going into Sunday's game against Aston Villa, and uh, obviously, rightly or wrongly, the first time ever I've, I've, I've been confident about us winning the league. And I honestly thought, based on how we'd started the season to that point, and how poorly Man City had started the season, who were obviously going to be our closest rival. I thought it would be a little bit of a cakewalk, a little bit of a title procession. Mm. Um, and then Sunday happened, and now I'm just thinking, what's going on? Like, is it is it an anomaly, or is it something more more deep rooted than that? I'd like to think it is more of an anomaly, more of a freak occurrence, given how dominant we've been over the last few years, and what we've lost four games in the eighty league games prior to that. But obviously there are reasons for, for for concern, and I just think that that the high line made the arrogance of it just mm. in general. Half mm. the time, we're like about fifty yards away from the goal, I know. It, it just seems a little bit unnecessary how high of a line we are playing. And Carragher, who I don't particularly like at times as, as, as a punter, he's all right. Obviously, he's a scouser, he's a Liverpool legend to an extent. But I did think he made a good point post game where he was saying about Van Dijk. Obviously, Van Dijk is. Probably recognised as the best centre half in the world, and, and rightly so. His, his in-game management for him to not sort of save four-two or even five-two, and you know the game at that point for him to not manage the back line better than think, okay, boys, we need to drop five yards deeper here. We keep getting calls over the back. Mm. We might get from the game, but save ourselves from further embarrassments and getting beat six-two, seven-two, eight-two, nine-two could have potentially been ten-two given the chances they missed late on. Let's just sit a bit further back. It's not yeah. working. We keep getting caught out. But for him to not have to now sort of pick up on that and, and be naive to, to carry on playing that eye line when we're constantly getting caught out mm. was biggest takes for me. I know Gomez got slated for me, you know, it was awful. The midfield was terrible. But that's something which went under the radar a little bit more. And Van Dijk has generally had a poor start to the season. And that was one of the biggest takes from the game for me, at least. And I'm starting to question... Van Dijk a little bit now on the back of that, really, which which I never thought I'd, I'd hear myself say. But at the time, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we will bounce back and I can't see us getting beat 7-2 again on, on the clock, to be honest. But well, hopefully we learn from those mistakes. But Well, you're you saying know, there, lad, you're, you're saying, you know, whether it's, it's an anomaly, uh, anomaly <coughs> or something more... An deep, anomaly. Or something more deep-rooted. I mean, yeah. it, it was a bit of a perfect storm of weirdness, wasn't it? Like, three deflected goals... A fucking clowning goal because our 60 million goalies out injured after a freak injury. Covid absentees. It, there was a lot of strangeness that went about, about it going into the game. But I do think you're right. And you're saying there about in-game management. Well, we should be learning from our mistakes from the Leeds game. Nothing's been put in place yeah. from from what what 
from those same incidents happening against Leeds. Um, you can't give us too much criticism, but at the same time, th- there is... I don't know. I think there's still some dead wood kicking about there. I think Kate is an absolute passenger. He, he's one of these cult figures. Yes. We spoke about him before. Yeah. He, he's one of these cult figures like Sissoko, like Lucas, that the cop loved to back. But they're absolutely shite. You know, we, we want to lead cup. Yeah, he, he has a couple of good games, and he's getting compared to like the Bruyne on Twitter. You oh, know, you mate, get, it's uh... <laughs> well, you know, you get the you know, you get the the Redman elements who get, he has a couple of good games. He works hard. His press, I see, is phenomenal and all this. I, I just. Yeah. I've seen a lot of midfielders in my time, and I, I just, I just don't know what he is like. Is he a locksmith? Is he, is he going to score goals? Is he going to create goals? I don't see it. I mean, my old mate Fabinho was really good against Arsenal. He looked like Uncle Junior in his dressing gown again there. You know when he, uh, when he gets out the house and he's ambling round Jersey in his, uh, in his slippers and his dressing gown. Oh, getting carried out the shower, yeah. Wow, lad. Well, did you see that one where he slipped in the box? I wouldn't have him as the scapegoat though. Like, no, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not. Put- there's, there's Adrian's more of a concern. Van Dijk is Gomez, obviously, but he'll be dropped now. Uh, Firmino, without a doubt. So I wouldn't necessarily start with Fabinho in terms of him being the, the root cause of it. I don't think any of our midfield, Keita, Genie, or Fabinho painted themselves. Genie doesn't look interested, does he? With all this contract negotiation going on, his head looks elsewhere. He's been really, really poor. Van Dijk and Gomez, like you're saying, they. they they're absolutely full of themselves. I think I mentioned a li- our listener and my mate Paul Crow saying that Gomez is basically at this stage just a sprinter in a footy kit. Um, I think it is time. I thought he was all right. I thought he played really well actually against Arsenal, lad. Mm. And then that happened on, on Sunday, and I was like, "Wow." I don't know. Just... I, I, I don't know. Like the back line was was breached a couple of times against Arsenal again, lad. Really wide open one on ones, both missed. I think the flag was going to go up on one of them, wasn't it? By all accounts, but. Do you know what um, it reminded me of Gomez's performance on Sunday? Do you remember a good few years ago now, Sol Campbell, when he played for Arsenal? He just got off at half-time. I think he was 3 <laughs> against West Ham at Ivory. Yeah, yeah just gone. went down the side. That's what Gomez's performance reminded me of, but Klopp obviously didn't take him off for half-time. He waited another 15, 20 minutes into the second half. But it, honestly, his, his head just seems to have been shot to bits. Yeah. So you can't now... He's got to have a sabbatical from the, from the first team, without a doubt, Gomez. I think so. I think, unless you change... Yeah, Let's you change it up, lad, because because Trent's having a nightmare as well. Trent's been awful. Wow, wow. lad, have I jinxed him? Have I jinxed Trent or He's what? He's feeling himself. He's feeling himself. You're talking about, obviously, um, Van Dyke Gomez really feeling themselves. Trent's another one. I suppose, uh, to use a quote from me, best man's speech for Mark, he can certainly with Van Dyke. I think if he was a lollipop, he'd give himself a suck. <laughs> Prince job, yeah. He's really feeling himself, any which I'm not. I'm not here to lambast Van Dijk, to be honest. No, of course, of course, he's must. I've, I've I've seen at Anfield, and we've had a few good ones with Hippie and Carragher. And on the back of all right, he's been poor this season, but on the back of one catastrophic show, and I'm obviously not going to be too down on him. Um, I just think you've got to give Gomez a period of time out of the team now. I think realistically, what will happen with Henderson and Thiago coming back against Everton, you've got to drop Fabinho. Yeah, 100%. And I know he didn't paint himself with glory when he dropped back against, against Aston Villa, but... All, that, all Lincoln, lad. Or when he come on at half-time against Lincoln and Van Dijk well, they think We were in an absolute tailspin at Aston Villa, to be honest with you, so you can't put too much criticism on mm. him, but... 
Based on the Chelsea performance, how good he was, he had Wayne in his back pocket. I think we'll be more solid with Fabinho for the time being, just dropping back next to Van Dijk. And then you've got Ender Santiago to come in, and obviously Mane, which is going to make a huge difference. Yeah. So I think the complexion of the game against Everton is going to be completely different to what it was against Aston Villa, based on you've got three, not just three first-teamers coming back, arguably our two best players in Thiago and Mane. I know it seems mad, but Thiago, our best player, when he's only played 45 minutes, with Mane. And then Henderson's the heartbeat of our team, captain midfield. He's not going to, He's going to ensure that we're not as leaky as we yeah. have been. And obviously he played first half against Chelsea, arguably our best 45 was certainly our best performance of the season. So I think he'll make a big difference coming back in. I thought Klopp dealt with it well after the game. He was just hands up. We were terrible. Hoped that uh, all our mistakes were out in one game, I think he was saying. It's funny you should say that. I had a slightly different view. And I'd mentioned on one of the WhatsApp groups that I'm in with, with a few of the, uh, the footy lads, footy buds, Moscow's obviously in there, Tom Ed and what have you. Yeah. Just said basically when it, when we went conceding five six seven and it kept going to clop on the sideline. I just think the optics of him laughing as goals are going in. I, I just don't think that was a, a great look. No. And a comment about that on the uh, on the WhatsApp group. And obviously Sunday will forever be remembered for uh, for Patrice Evra's meltdown on Sky Sports threatening to terminate his contract. <laughs> I'm really emotional right now, seriously, Dev. And it's difficult to broke a mind like me. I'm a positive person, but I, I don't. Well, let's, let's need, like, I, I don't promote the violence, but many people need like some good slap right now in this club. <laughs> Amongst other things, and uh, our, our mate Moscow had a, had, a, had a meltdown of his own, quite comparable, if not more of a meltdown than uh, Patrice Evra's. Really? Uh, yeah. He, he basically, any any slight negative criticism towards Liverpool on Sunday. He was just batting it off with a with a fuck off, basically, which was interesting. Telling me that the uh, the pods gone to me head, the podcast has gone to me head. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what all that's about, but I think Sadie's probably been putting too many sprinkles in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> it was all over the place. He was like Gomez, all over the place. I've been on that Belgravia myself. It, it does have uh, it does have side effects. Look at Diego Simeone on the sideline, pacing up and down. He's clearly. <laughs> Clearly got the plugs in and he's, uh, he's a raging lunatic, isn't he? Does have, does have side effects, them products. Shave it, boys, I say. Unless you can guarantee a lustrous Elton special. Get rid of it, Mick. Shake it off. <laughs> Get rid of it, mate. But I spoke to our mate Moscow since, and he's calmed down now. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah. I didn't catch all of Patrice Everest. What was he? What contract was he terminating? Is Sky one? Yeah, basically. Yeah, he just had an absolute meltdown. I think it was all fabrication, to be honest with you. I don't even think he's that asked about the Manx, and I think it was just all for all pantomime, all for show. But yeah, it was after the six-one defeat and teary-eyed and cover Man United games anymore because it's that depressing and on a peach blossom highway
Yeah, but I wasn't buying into it. I think it was all for show. To I think honest. if he, I think if he did, it at least Moscow's are from the heart. Yeah, this was just yeah, pure, pure and utter nonsense. Really, I think he was just trying to endear himself more to the Man United faithful. But he's not going to be a massive loss, is he? They should beat him too. Really, and just terminate him for him. Well, I think there'd be one waiting for him at Old Trafford. He'd probably still get a game over Luke Shaw, wouldn't he? That fat bastard. He's probably in better nick than him. Al Tubbs, yeah. Wow. Adrian Isles of the Premier League. It's terrible. Should we get on to... Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on the Merseyside there because we'll do a preview show. We'll either do a preview show or a review show next week. We've got to talk about Everton, haven't we? It's been... Has it been 30 days? Do our Evertonian and Blue listeners... Uh, are you going to grace them with your 30-day appraisal of, of Carlo's crew? I don't think it's quite been 30 days now. I think it's been 28, 29. So ask me on the next pod. So do you want to wait till after after the derby? I suppose that will probably be the, the, the first or the major test you've had this season. Do, do you want to wait till then, yeah? No, I'm just being facetious. No, what do you want me to say? Obviously... Top of the league. Top of the league, 12 points. Look really good going forward. Big cause for concern if I was an Everton fan is... How, how, how dodgy they look at the back. I know mm. they bought that line from Norwich uh, to plug a few holes in the defence. I don't know whether he'll, he's more of a long-term project or he'll be going straight in. Yeah. Uh, still think Mina and Keane look a little bit dodgy as a centre-half partnership. He kept a clean sheet against Tottenham first game of the season, but then, since then, they've been shipping goals. He was man of the match, I think, you know, Yeri Mina. As well. Man of the Brighton match. conceding 2 0. West Brom conceding 2 I think he was man of the match, though, on Saturday, Yeri Mina, you know. He had a good game, like. Yeah, but he still conceded two, didn't he? So kind of had that good of a game. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of his, but the second Brighton goal was at 94 minutes in, in junk time, as we'd call it in, in American sports. Absolute rasper. But he still conceded, though, at yeah, the end of the okay. day, didn't he? Not, you know much you could do about, not much you, tomato, tomato. Not much you could do about Pickford's spillage, though, was there? And, and you know, a 30-yard ripper on the volley. Uh, I think you've been a bit harsh on Yeri Mina there. I think he's had a cracking game. And I think uh, you've been a bit defensive here, if, if, <laughs> if the Blue Boys, as you call them, what's your problem? You've asked me for, for my assessments, and I'm trying to give it to you. Um, as I say, fantastic start to the season. But there are obviously issues there. The defence doesn't look great. I'm sure we'll pick them apart with the likes of Mane and Thiago pulling the strings. And the starting eleven does look really good. Rodriguez, uh, signing of the season so far, no doubt. Oh yeah, he looks great, Donny. Looks fantastic. I, I, I personally don't think I don't think they've hit a great stylistic team performance yeah really that, that much I think there's been some really good individual performances but I tell you what they are Everton something that we are absolutely not completely clinical with the finishing I, I don't think anyone I don't think anyone <laughs> yeah, in the league awful. yeah total opposite ends of the spectrum really aren't we I don't think anyone in the league takes more chances than Everton do at the moment I'd, I'd have to have a look at the stats but they're absolutely clinical and they I've backed myself into a bit of a corner against Calvert-Lewin um, after he'd scored, I think it was five goals. I've had 100 quid that he'll score under 18 Premier League goals. Fucking hell, could be painting out before Christmas, couldn't I? The way he's going. Here's Grealish. Well, to get the cross in, and Calvert-Lewin is there to put his trademark on international football in just 25 minutes into his debut. With the ball on his feet in these areas, he's a tricky customer, Grealish. 
He just curls it round his man and perfectly into the path of Calvert-Lewin, who will be delighted. It has come against the balance of the play territorially, but the best England moments up to this point have come from Dominic Calvert-Lewin, and now he's got a perfect moment. He's got six at the moment, he needs 12 more. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you, do, you don't do too well, do you, with these top scorers or these these goal scorers? Bets, obviously, using for me, you know, as a, as a case in points. We'll get on to him in a bit. It's a payout in September. What are we in October, or do you want to just see how it plays out throughout the season? Yeah, no, I'm not going to pay you out anything earlier, as I know you wouldn't. So, yeah, absolutely. No, no okay, chance. no, fair enough. But no, Everton um, start eleven looked really good. I don't think they got much much squad depth beyond that. No, I think all of injuries to to them. Um, Certainly to Rodriguez, Carvalho, Lewin, and I think they may struggle. So I'm not getting too carried away, but I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the Everton fans are, and I can understand why. Um, obviously, they've got a fantastic ma manager in Ancelotti, and I think the the derby is probably the biggest derby in the league for 25, 30 years with them. Obviously, we had the FA Cup semi final at Wembley in between, which we obviously won. Um, but I think in the league, it's certainly the biggest derby for a, for a long time. It's a cracker, and, uh, isn't it? It's, it's set up yeah, great. I'm certainly not as confident as I would have been prior to the Aston Villa game. But no. I like Sir Henderson, Thiago, and more importantly, Mane coming back. <clears throat> I'm hoping we'll look like a bit of a different team. But with Adrian and goal, mate, you can't compensate for his errors. And obviously, they got picked for the other end. So it's, uh, yeah, two calamitous goalies on show there. So I definitely back the over in the... Uh, in the goal stakes, yeah. We do this every season, expect a, a good game and, and uh, you know, expect goals and whatnot, but it, it just never happens. It's always an absolutely putrid game, isn't it? So hopefully hopefully that turns around and hopefully our derby show is uh, it picks up a few notches. I'm actively pursuing Kevin Campbell at the moment. Hopefully I've, uh, I've got a media request in for him, so <laughs> we'll see what comes back. And, and actually, I've heard as well on the grapevine that uh, I'm actually looking at the house now. Carlo Ancelotti might be moving in. Barmy Mars, by all accounts. So, oh, really? Yeah. We'll have to watch that one. Maybe we, we can, can get... go egging, can't we? Eh? We can go egging. We can go and get some <laughs> sound bites. We'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get on some more of the derby next week. Blue boys flying. Another clip I got sent in the week, lad. Did you catch Richard Keyes talking? <laughs> Talking about Ronaldo and Messi, the Ronaldo and Messi debate. Oh my god! No, no. Ah, oh, lad, I haven't sent you the clip. Oh, I? you might have sent it to me, but I. Do you know what? Lad, I haven't opened you? it up. Wow, so funny. Messi at 34. So who says can Messi boss have... games like he used to? Oh, can yeah, he boss course. individuals like oh, yeah. he used to? He can. He can. You underestimated his, his, his talent and his potential. I See, think I he's think... more hungry to show the rest of the world because this debate has always been here, right? Mm, I don't Cristiano know Ronaldo, yeah. Messi, who's he the best player in the world? Hungry, Ronaldo, but, all day long. Yeah, but why? But, why? Power. <laughs> I think I am. And is that all he's done with? Power no need That's to elaborate. It. Yeah, just... Uh, and I said, like... Uh, I would take Ronaldo myself. I've always said, or oh, for the last five or six years myself, I've said I'd take Ronaldo if you'd offered me one to have in my team. And I could never articulate it. I could never articulate why. You know, they're both, you know, very close stat-wise and whatnot. But he's just summed it up perfectly. Power! It's, it's <laughs> spot on. <laughs> well, you're talking about the greatest footballer debate there. What, should, what, what we should be talking about is the greatest stag-do guest debate. <laughs> Which I've talked about like many times over the years, and I'm putting Richard Keyes up there as probably the best stag do guest. So if ever I have a stag do when, when that time does come, that me and Louise tied or not, then uh, yeah, I'll be trying to reach out to <laughs> TV fancies at a stag do in, uh, in Benidorm. I think he'd be absolutely. 
fantastic. It's going to be an absolute misogynistic affair, isn't it? Robert Kilroy. Well, you can imagine. Robert Kilroy's still there. It will be the ultimate stag do guest in many ways, Keezy. Love it. He'll take, he'll take care of the strippers, won't he? Probably ping pongs everywhere, ping pong balls. <laughs> <laughs> but our mate, our mate Danny McNeil, I, I, I'll, I'll put that clip up. I think I put the clip up on Instagram, actually, power. But um, our mate Danny McNeil, he's uh, he's involved in a project called Killer Crabmen. It's his thing. They, they make music for rappers and whatnot. It's a boss Instagram account that's uh, that's flying at the moment. But he's done a remix. He's done <laughs> Richard Key's remix of that Ronaldo Messi sound. So. <laughs> All oh, right, okay. It was just banter. I'll slap that in. Banter. Ah, brilliant. Hug. My guy. Power. Anyway, we digress. You mentioned shouts and debates and comments there. I think we should start doing a Keegan of the week and a, and a bad shout Billy of the week, really. And. I was going to say I wouldn't get a look in, would I? It'd just be filled with your sound bites. I'm, I'm not sure, lad. I think you're there. Your San Francisco 49ers might be, uh, might be in the mixer, mightn't he, at the moment? Mm, debatable. Because of injury. I know I'd absolutely nominate myself. This Falcons shout between the Falcons going on one four at the moment and uh, Bobby Firmino. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to give up on him yet. Like I've, I've nominated them for for leading scorer. I think we can probably settle that bet, can't we? Even the each way bit. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's that, that's never going to happen. Um, I think realistically, we could probably settle our under over fourteen goals. I'd be amazed if that happens. He just looks all over the place, doesn't he? Massively out of sorts. Looks Is fat. it you that he's uh, he's had Viva Brazil on speed dial during lockdown? He look, he must do. He looks fat as fuck. He doesn't <laughs> run anymore. He doesn't chase down. It seems he just looks out of sorts. I'm not giving up on him yet. I think he's in bad form, but he looks like he's got absolutely. Would you get Josser in for the derby? I'd probably get a Rigi in. Great record against Everton. Always seems to step up to the plate. And stick him out on the left, or you've got to play him through the middle. No, playing through the middle. Playing through the middle. Mane, he never does, does he? Mane on the he... left, Salah wide. Yeah, that, that's how I'd go. But we can we can get we can get on to that lad. I think. But some bad Keegan's like from me the last the last couple of weeks. That one, Bobby Firmino, Keegan of the week. Surely, what we do in our WhatsApp groups. If uh, if someone has a bad shout or someone's waxing lyrical or saying something's going to happen and then a goal goes against them or the player gets sent off, you'll just see random pictures of Keegan <laughs> popping up. <laughs> Remember that David Batty comment where he's talking about him? Will he score the penalty? You know him best, Kevin. It's coming forward for England. Good penalty under pressure. The pressure Third. just keeps building, Brian, doesn't it? 34 caps. He's not scored. Do you now? You know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly? Yes or no? Yes. Bang, and he fucking saved England yeah, out the world. Yeah, against the Argies, France 98. What I liked about that, though, he weren't even asked, was he, Batty? No, 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 just, just dust himself I've, never, I've never seen anyone less asked. yeah, missing a pen than Batty. Just Have you heard any bad shouts this week yourself, lad? Any, anything stood out for you? Not really, because I haven't spoke to you. <laughs> well, you'll have, ple- um, you'll have plenty to go on next week, I'd imagine. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, we'll just we'll just use your tips of the week for uh, for next week's Keegan segment. Eh? <laughs> Mullen's always good for a few, isn't he? 
Oh, yeah, it's funny you should bring him up, lad. He was saying, uh, on the, he was jumping right on the bandwagon off, after the 7 2. Said we've been, uh, we've been bluffing it since, since February. This, this is a man. <laughs> This is a man who said we were going to walk the league last week after we'd signed Thiago. We were on a different level to Man City, so I don't know. Make your mind up. People, people are quite reactionary these days, aren't they? They, they do tend to, to get carried away. Yeah, he's got quite. He's got bipolar opinions, Annie. Well, <laughs> seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's always good for a few good Keegans of the week. I think so. We'll uh, we'll see how that plays out. But can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. To be honest with you, one good shout we got. Like we must be doing something right. I've seen another uh, another review from Paddywhack a couple of days ago. Mighty Pod. Yeah, who's that? You reckon Paddywhack eighty two? I don't even know that. I think it's one of Mullins' mates. I think yeah, it's one of the be a listener who we don't know. I think it's one of the Irish crew. I think it's one of one of one of Mullins' mates. You know, Paddy. But uh, Mighty Podcast should be a mandatory listen. Working from home, get involved. I- I'm waiting for someone to lace us. You know, Pro- probably Moscow after uh, after listening to this episode. But I- I'm waiting for someone to hell us because we won't. We will read them out as well. We won't just read the. Uh, the no, good self-deprecating. Reviews, uh. Yeah. In fact, I'd welcome the negative reviews more so than the positive ones. The way some of our, our outright anti-post bets are going, uh, the most recent ones, we, we could be in for a few, couldn't we? Um, people who followed us in. Should we get on... Speak for yourself. <laughs> Speaking of good tips, lads, should we get on to the bookies <laughs> and gambling news? We haven't spoke about William, William Hill's shares uh, <sighs> recently. Wow, well, where do you want to start with that? Go on, just for the benefits of the listeners who might not be following this as, as closely as we are, do you want to give an update on the William Hill stocks? Well, there's been a bid more for them, hasn't there? Caesars, the big American gambling company, and Apollo have gone toe-to-toe. The shares have, have, have gone apeshit, haven't they, over the last couple of weeks? I know a few of our listeners have followed us in. Got a message off, yes. off Jay Pringle, made up that they were flying up. Our midge, well, Michelle. Did we initially put them up at, like, 65p or something on I the think, pod? I think I, jumped, I think I jumped on them at 55p, I think, when they were officially tipped to about 80p, but the... They're not far, they hit three, three pounds, 20 odd, didn't they? But they're down to about, down to about 280. Sounds like Caesars have won the bid more. A big, massive company in America, and, and they should help, help the shares grow and the company grow stateside with a bit of luck. Probably more well versed than what I am on this. I've, I've spoken about a few WhatsApp exchanges with with another listener of ours, Jess Jezza Gordon. Yeah. Um, financial advisor. Yeah, he's financial advisor. Uh, he's got his own wealth management company, so he's your go-to guy for anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, finances. Is it Whitfield? Whitfield Finances? Is it on a? Uh... On Instagram and whatnot. I think it is. I think it is. I'll have to Possibly, yeah. check that. Give, give it a look. Out. Give it a yeah. Give it a look. Anyone who's listening. He's great. If you've got money concerns, like, or, or you know, you want to want to know something, Jez Whitfield's the man. We're actually going to use him to teach some of the uh, the boxing kids. You know, on that project I'm doing with the Golden Gloves to teach oh, them good. about money management. You know, boxers go broke a lot more often than the most sports, and so he's getting involved in uh, in that project with us. But okay, you've had a gab with him, have you? The gab, yeah. So basically, he seems to think it's nothing but good news. Obviously, the, the acquisition of, 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 of William Hill by Caesars is more of a market share, so it's only good for our shares. So I've asked the question, though. I think it's still a little bit of a grey area. 
So would we be forced to sell the shares or could we keep hold of them? And he said it's more like more than likely be able to keep hold of them. Mm. Unless he changed the William Hill name, but they're not going name in the UK because of obviously brand recognition. Yeah. But then I'm aware in reports that they're looking to sell off the UK side of the business and just focus on America. Yeah. So then sell off the UK side of the business and effectively just an American company where granted all the money is. Obviously they're gonna keep the name Caesars in American markets yeah. because brand recognition it's it's more recognizable than, than William Hill. So if that does happen, you sell off the UK side of the business and then it's known as Caesars in America, then I don't know what that does to our stocks, whether at that point we'd be forced to sell. Yeah. So nah, if you're not listening, just drop me a little text, let me know. I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm bombarding you of late. So uh, yeah. I, yeah, I he is a financial advisor. They usually receive finance to, to give this advice. Like I'm gonna have a little I'm gonna have a little meeting with him in the next couple of weeks, payment wise. You're just peppering him. With, with, exactly, with yeah, free advice, left, right and centre, yeah, of course, yeah. looking at the one, yeah, said I'll get him a bevy, yeah, whenever that happens. Oh, like, one of those, one of those fictional bevies, that's, that's <laughs> Andy in lockdown as pubs are getting closed, left, right and centre. <laughs> <laughs> what you're missing though, the fact that he, he's, he's a friend of mine where he's more of an acquaintance of yours, that's why you probably have to pay for your advice. No, I, dis- I disagree with that. that. So he probably feels a little bit sorry for me. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I had class chess as a as a really good mate, and uh, one I'll hopefully see a little bit more often once we once we get out of this uh, these latest restrictions. Uh, do you know what? What's your just William Hill before you move on? What's your understanding of it? In terms I don't know. Direction now we keep hold of the shares. Yeah, yeah, keep hold of the shares. Yeah, when you as you're saying. No, but in terms of we're not going to be forced to sell. I don't know. Or, or... I, I don't know how that works. I think I, I believe the Caesar's acquisition. <laughs> The shares, so the shares are £2.70 or £2.80 odd at the moment. I think the shares are set. If there is a, a complete takeover, I think we get bought out at £4.60. I think that that's what it was set at. Yeah, not what I want. I wouldn't want to be dealing at four sixty. I'd like to sit on these and see, as you say, if they. Have get... you heard any more as to what the chances of us of being bought out at four sixty are? No, no, no. I think not likely, but no. But I'll, I'll gab to Jez. To be honest with you, I'm sick of dealing with bookies this week, Popey. I don't. I sent you an article. I don't know if you got a chance to read it. Like there was a big case involving Paddy Power recently. Paddy have basically been playing, uh, been paying people to recruit Davies. <coughs> like Davies. <laughs> yeah, basically just trying to get gambling degenerates in. And Paddy Power have been paying the person who were recruiting them twenty five percent of the losses. So one Davy, it turns out that I think he'd been robbing um funds to, to you know to fund his habits been robbing his dough off, off people but there's been i feel like there's been a massive backlash from from the commission um i've had to send in statements the last couple of weeks um evidence of winnings from other operators my vc account's been closed my boils account so why though just just on the back of this news breaking yeah yeah i just think i just and, think... and, and, and suffer regulations and what have yeah, you yeah they're just getting super tight they want to know exactly how much finances you've got how, how, how much you can bet. I, I don't think it's helped that I've had a really good September as well. I think maybe the likes of VC are using as a as a bit of an excuse to to cut the losses, possibly. I was going to say, yeah, I've had no such contact from these bookmakers with me being a low risk punter. <laughs> I feel like Sammy the Ace fucking Rossi in here, button heads with the commission <laughs> on me uh, on me cable TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everyone. I'm-
Crime Page Novador. What should have been a routine licensing hearing turned into bedlam yesterday when the flamboyant Tangiers Casino executive Sam Ace Rothstein accused Bob? the state's top gaming for? officials of corruption and hypocrisy. When you were getting caught at my hotel and you were asking me for copies of your bills so you could put them on your expense account? In a wild and unprecedented outburst that followed his gaming license denial, oh, Rothstein followed oh, several stunned commissioners into the hallway where he continued his harangue until his own lawyers and friends urged him to leave. You have a past, I have a past, and my past is no worse than yours. But you guys think you have the right to pass judgment Long suspected of running the Tangiers without a gaming license, yesterday's hearing was to determine whether someone with Rothstein's checkered personal history was qualified to officially hold a top gaming post. Fucking hypocrites. <laughs> but it's, I, I don't know, lad, is this, we're talking William Hill here, maybe it's a bit of a backlash for the industry, and Bucky's are going to have to get a little bit tighter on what people can use, who can bet with them. They seem really, really on it at the moment, and, and we'll have to see where that goes. I think that might be bad news, potentially, in the long term for our, our shares, because Caesars might be looking at this, and there's tough regulations in the UK, yeah. which are even more stringent, and think, yeah, we'll we definitely sell off the UK side of the business and just focus on the States, which there's rumours of anyway. But The States is where it's at, isn't it? I mean, if they don't want to take the States forward, then it's it's a bit of tough titty for us, and we'll have to, we'll have to take our... Take our profit and run off off the English um, sell off, but but it's not even like you can reinvest because no, the season like sixty dollars a share, yeah, so it's just yeah. absolutely pointless, really. And that's it? where it's at. That's where the action's at. That's where you're going to hit big off them uh, off them shares. Is if is if they roll out and they are on the podcast I listen to on the ESPN podcast. You know, it's it's lines and bets provided by Caesar's William Hill at the moment. So. Stay positive, lad. Stay positive, I think. I think we're going to... Just let me know what Jez says anyway, if you don't mind. I will do. I will do. I, yeah, you let me pay for Jez's services and... Uh, <laughs> and you, did you just, sound, just get all the information, FOC. It just sounds typical of our, of our setup here, doesn't it? Really. Arrangements. Uh, I pay for our, uh, our platform to host a podcast. I, <laughs> I pay for the mics. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't is... have a podcast if it wasn't for me. No, this is true. Yeah, yeah. My conversation, <laughs> my com- my conversations with Tommy. Quite passive aggressive, that. Yeah, this is true. My conversations with Tommy Nello probably wouldn't have the same impact, would they? <laughs> Which is very little already. Our impact. Tommy We're not pulling Nello. up trees, are we? At the moment, really? Jesus. Yeah. Are any cool people still alive? Or is it all the cool people have died? If all the cool people have gone. When will the new cool people be on? Yo, are any cool people still alive? Or is it other cool people have died? What's happening, Steve? I, 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 bah. What's your from problem? afar, obviously with me not having my own uh, Instagram accounts, I just keep an eye on the, uh, the followers or, or lack of on uh, our Instagram page. And they seem to be dwindling. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't realise that you could lose followers on instagram so one why is that and two are you uh, willing to out the uh, treacherous bastards here and now as a human i can't help but feel the shame in my system when the signals are relayed i don't think it's that i have a fear of change i just think it's that i have a fear of blames that's not to say that i am even cool myself i'm wise enough to know that i can't blame I didn't really realise people had jumped shit, to be honest with you. I've, uh, I've been trying to get... It's not a big ask, is it? Just remain as a follower. <laughs> I think we've probably lost Moscow after today's show, so that, that'd be enough one. 
I don't know, I don't know. Maybe we've gone a bit too soft and complimentary on Everton. Maybe we're losing the, the Blue Boys who want a bit more of a Panto Villa. Maybe Liverpool fans can't stomach it. I don't know. You've been getting too soft and complimentary of Everton, Jimmy, and I haven't. How can you not be? Top of the league? How, how can you not be, Popey? Come on. Yeah, okay. But anyway, uh, so back to more pressing matters. What, what, what's what's the what's that all about? Like, and how more importantly, how are we going to address it? I don't. I mean, I'm I'm trying to get my screen time down at the moment, lad. I just it's been an alarming rate over over the last few months and, and during lockdown. So I'm just not spending as much time on my phone. I think we need an assistant. I think we need a, a social media whiz kid like uh, the kid who Kramer who's got willing, in. Who's willing to work for nothing? Yeah. Yeah, the kid who Kramer got in on Seinfeld, Kramer Menneker, when he was starting to say... Kramer Industries, I think we need a bit of that. I, I, I've got a throwback on you. Like that. How are you helping to improve the show, by the way? I mean, I mean such reluctance... Content. Con- with all the good stuff. Content machine, yeah. <laughs> Hot takes. Content. What, what more do you want? Profitable tips of the week. I mean, you won't it? even you won't even explore different ways of recording. The mic situation. I've been trying to get you to <laughs> to plug in and record with a mic. Your end. What's going on there? Why are you so reluctant with these headphones? I, I remember you saying something about being fucking partially deaf or something when we were in college. Is it? Is this what you're worried about? You're gonna be. <laughs> You're going to be fucking screaming at the, at the monitor. It's called glue ear, my friend. I've got glue ear, hence the reason I fucking shout so loud and I project my voice as much as high as I do. Like, but Glue ear? Is that a technical medical condition? <laughs> I just didn't fancy it today. I've had a little bit of a cold and got a bit of a headache in my head. Where the, my head would have felt like it was in a vice if I would have had headphones on. So, in all fairness, <laughs> you, you do try and... Offer alternatives for better sound, but they do get battered back, don't they? Which obviously our, our listeners aren't really privy to. Some of our text exchanges, you know, for this today, no, mate, just that's it. No yeah. explanation. Are you no. off for recording this way? I mean, it's no, however no, you want to do it, Popey. I mean, the part of the times, I try and edit it as as I as I standard as I can, DIY, and uh, it sounds like a fucking shipping forecast live from a submarine most of the time. I don't think. I don't well, think. That's we, on you more than me, I reckon. Nah, I don't think when you're cold, it's going to sound much much better this week. But we'll we'll see, lad. We'll see how we get on. Yeah, we'll see how we get on. In in terms of other bets, lad, should we, should we get on to the NBA finals? We haven't gabbed about that recently. But well, um, you know what, Steve? In all fairness, they're making a go of it. The Heat. Um, mm. So again, benefits of our listeners who don't follow the NBA. The MB, the Miami Heat, you put up a hundred to one, was it? Pre-season? I did, lad. I did. I backed us at hundred to one. I did mention us early in the podcast as well. It what? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's. It looks like it's not going to land the jackpot, doesn't it? I, I no, have, they're, so they're in the NBA Finals anyway. They which are. Is itself an unbelievable tip for them to get that far, having won the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Race to four, best of seven series against the LA Lakers in the bubble in uh, in Orlando, and three-one uh, down. But that doesn't really tell the full story, really, does it? It's been a weird series, Popey. I don't know how much of it you've caught, but um, even right back to game one, which they lost pretty handsomely. They were 13 up at one point in the first quarter, in the first game. And then they had three injuries to the the top three guys. Jimmy Butler went on and carried on playing. Bam Adebayo has been out for the game since, until game four. Uh, Dragic, the, the top scorer, 
is looks like he he's out for the series. So it's yeah, they were seventeen nil down. Sorry, they were seventeen points down by half time of that first game, and it, it's just been it's just been strange. They were competitive in game two, even with the injuries. Game three, they won. They were incredible. He seemed to work yeah. some now. Jimmy Butler had possibly the greatest finals performance you've ever seen. Stan Van Gundy called it the greatest finals performance he's ever seen. And uh, 40 point triple double, yeah. Wow. Butler says, Give me the ball. Butler, the drive, the runner, he banks it in. Oh, what a masterpiece from Jimmy Butler. One of the greatest games I've seen in the finals. Was he the first person in finals history to do it that? Or maybe the third? Maybe the third. I think- yeah, I don't even think Jordan did. I think he got 38. was his best, I think, triple-double. But mm. yeah, probably. You'd have to look into that. He didn't hit. He scored 40 points and didn't hit a three-pointer. He's the first person to do that since Shaquille O'Neal in 2002, wow. I think. He's hardly a man-mountain, is he, to be hitting them sort of stats. Played oh. incredibly well. Game four... They were right in it the other night. <coughs> Could have went either way. Oh. It was quite scrappy. Yeah, uh. but back and forth. Yeah, and then obviously they were on the uh, receiving end of a beat. Really, they, they lost by they lost by six points in the end. They were for wide open free shots. Now the Miami Heat have been one of the best three point shooters in the league this season. They were two for eleven on wide open three point shots, and that's the difference. The it's not been about LeBron or Anthony Davis for me. Um, it's been about. The supporting cast hitting the three pointers and, and Miami not certainly in that game four. The likes of Caruso and oh fucking hell Morris. He just doesn't look like a basketball player. No, that kid does. He? Of course he doesn't. But they're hitting the three pointers and and Miami haven't. And that was ultimately the the difference. The the series could easily be two all. Might be controversial. I think with the inju- with, with the injuries or or if there wouldn't have been the injuries to to Miami's main guys, could have been a fucking sweep for Miami. I think they'd have been right in the game. Hmm. Just going back to Caruso, he'd be more at home in a classroom in Wyoming, wouldn't he, teaching geography or something? I don't even think he'd get the teaching role. He'd probably be a teaching assistant, wouldn't he, just sat at the back? Yeah, take it potentially, yeah, he just doesn't look like a basketball player at all. But you know what, because you'd message me, I think, on Sunday saying, yeah, back next week, you want to record, blah, blah, blah. Have you done any notes? And, And granted, up until that point, I hadn't done any. So I sat there Sunday night before the... NFL starts and I was just making me notes and several of me notes. Uh, it was before the Liverpool game actually. So amongst the the notes, I had Liverpool's title procession. So our cakewalk to the title. Yeah. DKS that we then went when I lost seven two. Uh, I had with me notes about how good the 49ers San Francisco 49ers looked and the adversity of, of, of injuries that they've had. What's going on with the 49ers lad and these injuries? They went and got beat Sunday and then I had uh, in there as well about Miami Heat stinking the gaff out and would you rather have them not made the finals? At least that way you would have saved yourself some embarrassments and then they go and went on Sunday nights as well. Well, so I was, I was wrong on all fronts, basically. Well, I wouldn't, so I wouldn't have got me thirty-three to one Eastern Conference Finals betting if um, if they wouldn't have got to the finals. So I'm happy they got the finals, but the no, f- but they certainly say face and then some. To be honest with you, performance on Sunday, they were very competitive the other night, and I, I, I did say to you, I think it will be Lakers in six. So yeah, I think you did next game, and then I think yeah, the Lakers as I say win it in six. But Forty yeah. Niners, don't know what can you say? I'm upset. Fifty thousand on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. I'ma always take the money over sex. That's why they need me out the way with injury ravaged season. 
has obviously cost them and, and ultimately cost me in our head-to-head that we've had. So there'll be uh, 200 quid coming to you sometime soon, my friend. I but, mean, uh, I mean, you mentioned Moxley. The Firmino best, the 100 quid that you owe me for Firmino will offset that anyway. And I've also backed Miles Garrett prior to Sunday's game for Defensive Player of the Year at 9-1. to one. So I'll get a couple hundred quid back off that. So that will ultimately pay for your, uh, your 49ers winning bet. Okay, we'll me. see. Count your money on them fronts. I mean... People love to pop a lot of shit and come around. Word of Flacco Jody, he done seen us put it down. Niggas asking if I'm cool. I'm upset. 100,000 on my head is disrespect. Just injury ravaged. No, but I want to, lad, I want to get on to what you're saying there. Yeah, Lakers in six. I mean, LeBron's got an absolute ridiculous record of closing out series. I think opportunity. Uh, in my notes, quite heavily, has been uh, LeBron James, lad. I know he's, he's fucking outstanding and he's, he's an incredible, incredible sportsman. But it's pretty hard to enjoy his, his greatness. Not because you're on the Miami Heat at 100 to 1, but... It's exactly because of that. It no, it's not, lad. He, Lakers, no, 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 no. Nah. If you back the Lakers, you'd have a different opinion. He's such, he's such a massive diva. He cries. Honestly, I know he's a Liverpool fan. He can have a fucking Kenny Daglish poster on the wall for all I care. He, he's a bitching, moaning, tart of a player. Honestly, lad. And I know he does loads for charity. He does absolutely great stuff for the black community. Real champion of equality and whatnot, but... How can you be that good and cry about every single decision that goes your way or doesn't go your way? I think that's part of his appeal and makes him as great as he is. A million on my head I can't accept, yeah. At least it made me feel like someone tried their best, yeah. Wanna waste a half a million be Not for me, not for me. Naff as fuck as well. I mean, his Taco Tuesdays on his social medias with his family and his sombreros and his... His ponchos with the family. He actually tried to trademark Taco Tuesday so no- nobody else could use it, like any companies or, you know, you talk about cultural appropriation. He's trying to, he's trying to steal a Mexican marketing slogan and, and trademark. Yeah, he played. You asked me a lot of money to be made in that. Yeah. So yeah, he's very business savvy. Again, that would just highlight yeah how business savvy he is. Nauseating man, naff as fuck. Honestly, got Can't no wait for him to win his fourth title. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's something which has always held him back in the debate of who's the greatest of all time and this fourth title is not going to um, put him as, as number one over MJ but it'll certainly move him up the list and, and in American sports they're quite keen on what they call Mount Rushmore's obviously Mount Rushmore in America with, with, with four of the so-called greatest uh, presidents in American history on so what they tend to do in different sports is they have their own Mount Rushmore and there's always a debate as whether LeBron James belongs on there with typically the likes of Michael Jordan and uh, Magic Johnson but I think that might sort of uh, finally get him up on there and to win it with three different teams as well it's uh, it's something I'll be uh, looking forward to see I'm not questioning his, his on his on court skills or his achievements at all you know uh, it's just more I don't know the hypocrisy of the man and and <laughs> the need the you know the need to to, to cry all these decisions and I, I mean even on the on the equality and the human rights fronts he, he didn't seem to have much interest in that debate when the NBA was in China trying to flog trainees you know went missing on that issue didn't he when it when it comes to Chinese human rights and whatnot so but he's not I don't I don't think I don't think he's that uneducated I don't think he's that educated and I, I don't think he's particularly articulate. And I think... I don't know about that. He's quite involved. A lot, this, a, a lot of this has been forced upon him, really, and he might not necessarily, like, sort of... Um, with him being a prominent black figure, 
uh, which was known around the world, really. I think it might have just been forced upon him for yeah. it such a stance in a leading role in social injustices. And I, I, I don't necessarily think it's... So he might be passionate about it. I don't know, I don't he's open school. If, if he's standing within, within sports... I think he's the best spokesperson, really, or poster boy. Is he? He's not like articulate, like a. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Other 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 sportsmen of, of a similar ilk. Yeah. I don't know. I, Muhammad he's Ali never, or great. Do you know what I mean? What? He's never interviewed particularly great. No, he doesn't. No, but he is. He is involved in community projects, and, and I absolutely applaud him for that. But and I, I'm, I'm going to do it as well, lad. I'm going to do it as well. I'm, I'm going to go to my old. When a sports person's costing me money, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to my old box of tricks here. But fucking hell, he's 35. He's still doing it. He's playing a peak like he was when he was 25. Juice pads, the gear. I, I'm saying he's full of it. No, all natural, all natural. Oh supplements. god. It's just it's hard to listen to, lad. You know, commentators I like, like Stan Van Gundy. You know, amazed at how he manages to play like this uh, at this age, and how's he never missed a playoff game. Can I, lad, I feel like I'm watching a Lance Armstrong tour the France final stage, these finals. <laughs> you're not very gracious in defeat, are you? Could no. be a lot more than what you're being. You've, no, you've, I'm not. It looks like you're going to get beat. 100 to 1 bet down the Swanee. Just take it like a man, stop being a bitch. And just, just recognise greatness when you can see it. Are you telling me there's not a debate to be had there, though? About it's known that he I spends... think there's bigger debates to be had. He spends 1.5 million a year on his body, apparently. Are you telling me that's all... Fucking Michael Jackson oxygen tanks and Pilates classes, or <laughs> oxygen chambers. I think they are not my friend. Uh, you can't say it's all natural, organic supplements. I think I need an Tom oxygen. He's still playing at the age of forty-three in the most barbaric sport in the world. Oh, well, Brady's uh, what? And he's squeaky clean, is he? With that, uh, that mad personal doctor he had that the, the Patriots had Evidently to get rid of. So, yeah. That the Patriots had to get rid of. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Just take it like a man. I think I need an oxygen tank talking about LeBron here, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know. Just, 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 just take the defeat like a man and, as I say, just appreciate greatness when you see it. I don't even think Kobe would want the Lakers to win this. LeBron's, LeBron's oh, Lakers. Oh, going there. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I put that up on the Instagram page. Yeah, that's, that's said it. controversial. As Chris okay. Rock. I, I, I honestly don't think so. Mamba mentality, it was all about him. It was all about his achievements and his standards. You're speaking ill of the dead there, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not speaking, I'm not speaking ill of the dead. I'm just speaking honest. Mamba mentality, it was all about Kobe, wasn't it? There's no way he, he could fully get behind LeBron um, hoisting up that. You were best mates, weren't you? I don't know. I don't know about that. Was, was he on there? I don't know. I, I just think you, you're having your own meltdown here. We're talking about Moscow and uh, Patrice Evra's meltdown. You're having your, your, uh, your meltdown of your very own here. I think we just need to uh, to move on before you have, have an angina. As a, a what? Sorry. Oh, an angina. Well. An angina or your knee explodes. <laughs> As I say, I haven't meditated this morning. I've had fucking Liam Gallagher on it. Yeah, it's all going to be... It's all gone a bit aggressive, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah, very, very aggressive. You mentioned Mount Rushmore there, and uh, speaking of aggressive debate, should we get on to Trump Biden? Biden? Ask Obama, sir, Chris, You're that was the worst him, part me. of Obama. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like and you we to, will protect Mr. people President, with I'm the moderator of this debate. And I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer. Go your ahead, This is a left-wing. This is a left-wing. White supremacist. Radical question. left. Will you shut up, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? 
This Who's is on your so list? Right. Gentlemen, is, I think this we've is ended so this. He's going to pack the court. We have end, no, no, not going to give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a pr productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it was just, it's, it's, it's an absolute, just, just comedy role show, really. And at these debates, it just reminds me of two geriatrics going back and forth in the nursing home. Yeah. Two won the game of dominoes, obviously. I think Uncle Douglas called it bum fight. It, it is a little bit like... <laughs> <laughs> that old that old uh, social media accounts, isn't it? I thought Biden was was pretty good. I thought there was a rope of dope to it. Trump come out firing and uh, laid some heavy weather on him, didn't he? Uh, China ate your lunch, Joe. China ate your lunch. <laughs> what? Quite enjoyed that, really. Uh, but he come through. I thought he come out on top, Biden. Thought he went back and uh, finished strongly. I know the odds were cut. I think Biden went from four to five into four to nine over the last couple of weeks. Like so, he's uh, regardless of the outcome. The, uh, the the American people aren't in good hands going forward for the next no. four years. I'm fully expecting you to uh, with these Trump odds floating. I think he's at two to one now. I'm, Fully expecting you to back them just for the the head to head and the and the bants. Um, I love a good head to head with you, don't I? Really? Yeah, my my ten stake, uh, ten pound stake compared to your often four or five figure stakes. <laughs> for me to win, you, you you you'll never understand how much satisfaction no. I get from. Them. I can just see your maga hat on election night, sending me texts and whatnot, selfies. <laughs> well, you, you can get them. Uh, you can get the maga hats on Amazon. Of course, you can get any on Amazon. And I was looking at potentially getting some for the uh, for the golfing society next year. Yeah, is that, is that too controversial? Is that because I'm thinking maybe like we may look back in 10, 15, 20 years time, and I think the MAGA symbol may then be uh, sort of in the same uh, same level of offence as a swatch sticker for, for possibly, instance. possibly too controversial up there. going in with a MAGA hat or not? I think do what do what you feel. It's a free country, isn't it? It's. Uh... That's the MAGA way, isn't it? That's what, they, that's what they're all about. Freedom of speech and, uh, you know, the white man being marginalised. So, yeah, if you, uh, if, you think, if you think you can grace... Uh, let's be honest, I don't think you're going to get much backlash on the, uh, on the links of Southport or that up there. Uh, <laughs> you never know. Just yeah, thumbs yeah. up. Just probably, just probably thumbs up and uh, punching in the air, probably. Did you see our mate, um, the one we spoke about last week, Col Colby Colvington, got a special invite. He was actually at the debate, sat with the sat with the Trumps. Did you see that? I didn't actually know. I, I haven't really paid them much attention, to be honest with you. What is going on there, lad? That is just ridiculous. Is it? I wonder what him and Melania gabbed about. No, it's, it's obviously it's a tactical ploy, isn't it? From the, uh, the Trump campaign to try and... Uh, Whoever they think Colby Covington appeals to, I'm sure there's, there's there's MMA fans, although he's generally hated, but I'm sure he's got a, a demographic of voters who, who who are sort of into Covington. So all of a sudden you see him in the uh, the Trump camp, and you think they can garner or muster a few few votes from mm -hmm. that. So who mm -hmm. knows? It's fucking mad in it, the American political game. Like Mark Davis, our, our, our listener uh, at MD Fitness on, on Instagram. <laughs> our, our listener, yeah, our sole listener. <laughs> our <one. laughs> Maybe our one listener who's heard every episode. Yeah, he, he was filling he was filling me in a bit more about um, Covington and what we were speculating on last time we spoke. And he he was saying he was basically he was bargain basements. He was on his way out of the UFC, and he's a wrestling fan. I heard um, is it Ariel Helwani? I think a UFC journalist. He was also on the ESPN, yeah. he was also talking about it, saying it's a complete gimmick. I don't even think he's he's that much of a right wing. Um, politically aligned guy, really. He just completely saved his career by by going heel a, a little bit like you have, Poppy, I suppose, over the, over the last few months. Yeah, right. Your money on the table. We can back 
the best MC in the history. And y'all already know who I'm better than. Big motherfucker, punish up. Your arm on the fucking you're talking to me. In what, in what sense? Those, those absorbing pads won't sell themselves. Maybe that's the way you should go about it. Maybe you should go heel, take this uh, this Panto villain character to, to your work, maybe, and just, yeah, maybe get get the B in people's bonnets and um, put it on I think them. I think I need to. I had me review this week. I'm 20% up on last year, so don't be worrying about me, mate. Just worry more about your uh, your lack of editing skills. Wow, the uh, the Jeff Bezos of... Uh, of the disposable packaging, yeah. <laughs> while while everyone's struggling for work and people are going into recession, Popey's 20% off. Yeah, the the Steve Jobs of microwaving, let's. What did he say? Umbrellas cost more in the rain. Popey taking a full advantage, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, the company's thriving, to be honest with you. Medical packaging division in particular. Hey yo, pun, I will give you the business. But since you ain't here, I'ma give you the privilege. Being one of the chosen sat at the top didn't matter if you were Latin or not. What you were rapping was hot in your origin. Fantastic. What about yeah, the pandemic certainly be good, being good for Siren. <laughs> Speaking of um, people benefiting from from the pandemic, do we think? What are we saying about Trump's COVID case, lad? Is it uh, is it genuine? Is it fabricated? I know you had those opinions about Boris Johnson. Has he got yeah. some shares in these uh, these experimental medicines, do you think, possibly? Well, if he's got any business notes, then he will have, yeah. It's just been crazy, hasn't it? What a crazy thing to watch. His little, uh, his little trip around the block full of COVID in the car. That was quite interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I think it's, we're here in 2020 and just life, just in general, just seems utterly surreal. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. And you've got two of the two of the most powerful world leaders in the world being Donald Trump and Boris Johnson. It's just it, it's just totally surreal, isn't it? Madness. Just yeah. How yeah. we got to this like? As I say, it, this. it's just we are living in a time. I remember someone sent me. It was like an, uh, it was I suppose a lecture or a, it, it was a it's a long thesis on how what we're living in the times we're living in now. How fast technology has progressed. <laughs> Is, yeah. the, is the fastest in the history of mankind. I think the closest to it was the Industrial Revolution. Uh, mm. you, you know, everything that was going on there in terms of manufacturing and, and, uh, and their technology at the time. Whereas we are apparently 250 times faster than that. Well, th- this was like four or five years ago I read this. So I just think it's a perfect storm of fucking madness. People can't keep up with what's going on with technology, how that's impacting their lives. And what's coming out of it is people being disillusioned, fake news, not knowing what to believe. And yeah, we've got Donald Trump full of COVID waving <laughs> out the back of a, <laughs> a Hummer going around the block. It's it's insanity, isn't it? Oh, I just really don't know whether it's technology or what. Well, we've reached this point. Like it's it's crazy. And it's, 2020 will go down as obviously one of the most memorable years on record. But what an absolute write-off, Tom. I'd rather forget it. And speaking of write-offs, lad, and we touched on it a little bit there, and we start to worry the NFL is going to get wrote off. Um, COVID cases creeping in, games called off. Um, I'm, I never thought I'd hear myself say this, but I certainly hope so, yeah. Because 
be honest, Void bets with the uh, with the 49ers. I think that's the only saving me at this point. On top of that, you've got the Chargers team, Doctor. I don't know if you've read that news. Accidentally puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lung, his own quarterback. He was trying to administer a, a pain injection, painkilling injection. Yeah, he's punched his lung, put him on the sideline. On the sideline as well, on the sideline. Just a basic injection and he's punctured his lung. Punctured his lung, threatened his career, out for the season. Lawsuit pending, no doubt. At a time when they're trying to really take medical precautions, the Chargers seem to have Harold Shipman on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the recruitment, isn't it? But yeah, it, we, it, did, it, we did fear for the NFL season, though, didn't we? Because we did. Don't necessarily. Have, it's it's a contact sport, whereas certainly baseball isn't, and um, basketball is to a to a lesser degree, I suppose. But yeah, we, we we did fear for it because you can't you can hardly put it in a bubble when there's well thirty two teams based no. all the country. No, there's no chance. You can't have people and players and media away from the family for four months. How could you do a bubble? The NBA season needed finishing off, and then the playoffs. You can't do four months of it, can you? Yeah, they're, they're dropping like flies, aren't they? At the minute, it's, yeah. um, So it's it, it, it's bittersweet, really, because I love the NFL. So the NFL season as a whole, brilliant. Really enjoy it. Just just from it. Obviously, from a punter's point of view, I could probably do with it being cancelled, to be honest. You could do with the void, yeah. My biggest bet is on the Steelers to make the playoffs, and I'm just don't. What price did you get? Eight to 11, like, but it was a lump job. It was a lump job. I just thought, I don't think they'd, I don't think they'd factored in um, that there's an extra place as well in the playoffs this year. You know what I mean? I, I fan, just fancy. How does that work, Steve? So, so, how many extra places per conference? So you I think it's the NFC and NFC. Yeah. So, how many extra? Just one. Extra it's just place one. Per it's just one. Yeah, it's just one. And I think there's like a playoff game. I think there's like a wild card playoff game, like like baseballs had over the recent years. So, I'll have to double check it, but I know there is an extra. You know what? As, as good as the Steelers look. I'd say along with the NFC West, which obviously the 49ers are in, I think that's the toughest tough division. Tough division, tough division, like that. just ridiculous. I know, obviously, they've got people, Lamar Jackson in particular, the Ravens are stacked. Mm. Look good, but yeah. again, you'd expect the, the, the Steelers. The Steelers just own the Browns, though, don't they, lad, usually? So, um, Miles Garrett, mate, I've, I've got on him. I know you put up as your tip of the week, Jamal Adams, just can't see that for the, for the Seahawks. Yeah. I've got on um, Garrett before the weekend at nine to one, and then obviously he had two sacks against the Cowboys, one strip sack, um, and he's into three to one now. So I'm hoping that pays for me uh, the money that I will no doubt owe you for the 49ers. On the other markets, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I, I like the look of the Steelers. I'd like the look of them last year. They nearly got to the playoffs with on the I think it was the on the fourth quarterback at one point. Yeah, um, so have you got Big Ben Rosselsberger as comeback player of the year? No, 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 no. I've got Alex. No. I've got Alex. We've got Alex Smith, haven't we? A fucking crazy prices and, and Nick Foles. Nick Foles is finally starting. Um, we'll get on to him. Well, have you seen what's happened with Alex Smith? Is his prices contracted? Because yeah, oh, yeah, he's back up quarterbacks. No, no. So Kyle Allen's in now. So he's back up to Kyle Allen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Kyle, yeah. Which in that sport is likely, then he'll get some game time. And you said that near part of the reason, part of the appeal. So the bet was you'd only really need to get on the field in order for, for him to win the bet. Well, so well, well, yeah. For, for the listeners who don't know, we tipped um, Alex Smith <laughs> comeback, comeback NFL comeback player of the year. 
Um, he shat. Remind everyone how many players you've backed in that mark. Is it two, just two, just two, Paul. Him, oh, okay. him and Nick Foles. We'll get on to Nick Foles later. Um, but Alex Smith shattered his leg. One of the worst injuries on an NFL field ever. 17 operations to rebuild his leg. Never going to walk again, never mind play again. This week, the Washington football team, I won't use their old racial slur. Um, the Redskins. Yeah. Um, they dropped the quarterback. They've got rid of the young quarterback. Uh, the backup's gone in. So Alex Smith is now officially the backup quarterback, which makes you think he's going to get on the field. And how amazing his story's been. Our thinking is, is that if he takes one snap, if he makes one play, he'll get the comeback player of the year. It'll be an American token gesture, surely. Oh, massive token gesture. So you've got someone like Ben Roethlisberger who was out all last season and leading his teams to the playoffs on the, the season he's having. If he were to miss out to some guy, regardless of the injury he's suffered, just because he takes a couple of snaps, then I'll be outraged, to be honest with you. Oh, don't worry about Big Ben. Don't worry about Big Ben. give up on the sports. Don't worry about Big Ben. The, the, the Steelers will win the conference and possibly the Super Bowl. and Don't worry about it. He'll, he'll be compensated okay. for Big, Big Ben. I, I think, will feral, yeah. I think they're really good. Yeah, the fridge on legs. Big Ben. <laughs> I think I called him once in the casino, didn't I? I don't ask much of you, Pope, as, as we were saying earlier. Did ask for an unlikely look-alike a week off you? Have you managed to muster one of them, or is that another one you've? Well, no, no, I'm just a bit confused by it all. Really, I've, I've got, I've got literally a, a list full. But you said it's a famous person who looks like another famous person, which I just can't get my head around. It can be anything. It can be anything. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna give our listeners, you know, oh, I've got, you know, Denzel Washington looks like me, window cleaner. It's not really gonna have the same impact, is it? I don't think. Come on, I'll let you take the lead then. I'll, uh, yeah, I've got nothing prepared, obviously. I've only got one. Tiger Woods, Jerry Seinfeld. Are we having it? <laughs> so bad. There's something no. there. You're not having it? No. What's the deal with bunkers? Do you not think there could be something? <laughs> uh, I've got one for you. Chesney off Corey. Absolute minger of uh, one of our mates, Paul Davis. <laughs> I wish he did. I wish he did listen to the podcast to hear that. You're not having that though. You're not having Tiger Woods, Jerry Seinfeld. I'll put a picture on the Instagram. Yeah, let me have a look. I'm having a look. Now. I'm having a look. Seinfeld, obviously. I always think as well interracial ones you get extra points for inter- interracial ones if you can, if you can get a black guy looking like a white guy or a, or an Asian lad looking like an uh, an African lad you've got to get extra points for that like I used to work with some big lad in uh, in the matchworks and speak he was a ringer of uh, Songa the tennis player you know the French oh amazing Wilfred Songa yeah like, but he, yeah John Wilfred Songa and yeah. he was a white guy yeah the white guy looked like Songa and Brilliant. vice versa yeah which is mad like Racial look-alike harmony. Look to the cookie, Elaine. Look to the cookie. If you're uh, a <laughs> yeah, yeah, there could be something in that. I've actually got a few interracial look-alikes myself. Remember the young lad who used to play for Liverpool? Was it Stuart? Went to Hull. 
Yeah, yeah, you wish, yeah. No, no, I'll put that on a sleeve, absolute ring. I've got a few across the eyes. <coughs> Jeannie Wijnaldum a bit. Badu Jack, I think. Possibly them, <laughs> uh, them Morris brothers in the NBA. I look a bit like them Morris brothers, you know, in the NBA. A lot of, uh, a lot of interracial lookalikes for me, yeah, yeah. To yeah. do something with the mirrors at home, to be honest. <laughs> An ageing man approaching 40, oldy as anything. And you compare yourself to fucking 20-odd-year-old sports people. Do you to look a bit more like Caruso? Bald head on me. <laughs> That's more like it, yeah. I've been moisturising it last few weeks, nice. I think if you were a lollipop, you'd give yourself a suck. <laughs> we'll leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done here? Have you, have you just give up here? Uh, Dave O'Chesney, I'll come back to you with, with, with some, some material next week. Give it a one next week. It was a bit ambiguous, yeah, what the uh, criteria was. Anything? I get it. Just an unlikely lookalike. Something that's a bit out the ordinary. That's all I want from you. Any golf this week from you, the tipster? Speaking of Tiger Woods, uh, if you had your eye on anything, are we going to get to that in a touch? We, are we going to tip of the week, are we? No, let's not go to tip of the week yet. Uh, let's, but let's stick with golf. Nick Doherty, I hit him up on Twitter after our last uh, last talk. Hasn't accepted your challenge. Absolutely flapped it by the looks of things. Yeah, but why would he accept it? Yeah, he doesn't fancy it, does he, clearly? Maybe um, get him on the show, maybe? Or would you rather uh, go head to head with him on the on the fairways of Allerton? I don't think he'd offer the show much, would he? Really, that's a pretty pointless task. Um, yeah, I'd much rather yeah go head to head with him um, at Allerton. Obviously, playing off eighteen, he's a scratch golfer, so I think getting a shot at all would fancy me chances. We'd have you there as an officiator, yeah, uh, and then we get your your Peggy there with his camera, yeah, take think... a few snaps of uh, yeah uh, Nick crying into his. Uh, is half a pint in the 90s. <laughs> Come on, little Nick, if you're listening, hope he's called your house. And you, Kevin Campbell, if you can get on next week, we're, uh, we're trying our hardest here, but by the sound of things... You know what, Steve, prior to doing this podcast, I thought you were quite a connected person, but <laughs> you've been able to offer absolutely not have you <laughs> Guests. I think people are intimidated, Poppy. It must be your presence. I think that's uh, we've had, you know, we've had a fair few on our on our mind map links and whatnot. It's just, I think it's I think it's you, Poppy. I think it's the effect. Do you think I'm not approachable? Sounds like, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I just maybe think it's it's all just fucking absolute bullshit, and you don't know anyone, and yeah, clearly your uh, your lack of guests onto the show would suggest as much, like. <laughs> On that note, should we? You sounded like when I mentioned golf, when I mentioned Wentworth, which is starting today. You, you might have an, a a golf better up your sleeve for the for the solo tip of the week. And just before, absolutely we... not, no, no. So that was a bit of a <laughs> okay. I've set you up for nothing there, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't even know that was on. To be honest, just a basically so the... tiger no show. Well informed, aren't I? Um, I'm virtually having a week off, lad, with the internationals. I've had one bet on the Rays to beat the Yankees at 11 to 10 in that series. A little bit of aftertime and potentially again the 2 1 up after the first three games. So that's no good for anyone. I've got one NFL pick, though, lad. I'm going to start stepping back into the NFL handicaps. Disciplined. One a week. Yeah. I'm going to have. I've been listening to the Tony Kornheiser show. I always listen to the Tony Kornheiser show, not as much as some of the other podcasts, but. He has an incredible Wednesday, Thursday, Friday show. He has like a handful of gamblers on, giving their handicap fancies. 
great insight. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I've been I've been picking one of their games out the first four weeks. You know, one that's really stood out and gone, oh, yeah, if I was having a bet, I'd, I'd back that because I've been trying to get a gauge over a few weeks first, you know. But I've been I've been four out of four on the ones I've picked. Obviously, I haven't backed them. Um, I had the Ravens last week, and you know you can you can change the money like the, um, the handicap, can't you? So I think like yeah. the, the official handicap was minus fourteen. It changed it to like minus ten and a half. Yeah, I had that in a well, I did in a fourfold actually with uh, a couple of games over goals. So that was going on to me. Fourfold was going on to Sunday night. So I had oh Ravens. yeah, and that went well uh, over. And it, do you know what let me down? Which is just typical, really. Um, I had the Bucks minus seven, and they won by seven points. Oh, of course, of course, there you go. Yeah, but did you get a push on that? Did you get a push, and you got the treble in? No. What's a good point? That I haven't even checked my bet. No, check your bet account. You'll, you'll get a push there, and that'll be a void, and you'll get a treble. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, lad. Yeah, I think you're in for I some money. Well, I'm on. Well, I, yeah, it's the Bucks game I'm looking at tonight, and I'm actually gonna take. I'm gonna go the other way. Tony Kornheiser's guest Chuck Todd actually took Tampa, but I'm going to take the Bears tonight. My old mate Nick Foles, who we've tipped as comeback player of the year, he got a he got a win when he was brought in for the Chicago Bears, didn't he? Against my Atlanta Falcons the other week. And then week. my Colts. Yeah, yeah, my Colts, who I put up as a double with the, uh, with the, the 49ers, so losing bet nonetheless. They beat them on Sunday. Done the uh, done the Bears, didn't he on Sunday? Looking good. He did, but I think Foles his second game. I think he'll be a bit more comfortable. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl from a couple of years ago, isn't it? Brady v Foles. Short rest for Brady, forty-five year old, traveling, traveling to colder climates. I know he's been used to it in New England. Don't know if his uh, his Tampa Bucks uh, teammates will. will so you're going against Brady because of the climate? Yeah, that's an interesting. Not Brady, team. no, just just the Bucks really. Um, traveling to Chicago, lad, uh, and that environment. I just think Foles will be with a game under his belt or a game and a half under his belt. Now I think he'll be more comfortable tonight. I think I can't see Chicago losing two games by more than six points. Really, lad, I can't. And the, as as what you you're saying there, the official lines three and a half. I'm taking five and a half at eight to eleven. So get the extra points. Chicago Bears yeah. plus five and a half. Start your uh, start your accumulator on it. If we manage to get the podcast out on time, <coughs> could be one for your accumulators. As I say, I've had I've been four and zero on bets that I haven't put on so far on uh, NFL handicaps this this season. So probably go zero and twelve now for the rest of the season. I'd imagine. Yeah, let's hope so. Eh? <laughs> uh, I'll similar to you. Obviously, it's the international break. Um, so I'm going to uh, yeah, keep me, uh, me powder dry, as they say. Yeah. Uh, if there's something, I'll, um, I'll send it to you for you to put up on the page. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let, I'll let the uh, listeners save some, uh, save some money this week. Eh? So shit, the internationals, lad. I mean, I just can't, I can't bet on it. I, I like to get the breather in. Obviously, I'm still watching a bit of baseball and the... Uh, the NBA Finals, we'll see if the Miami Heat can pull it out. Do you think that, that series is definitely dead, lad? One game and one game they lose now, it, it's over. The Lakers only need to win one more. Difficult times, magnificent skies. Difficult times, silver linings. Turn the spindle, work the blind. To learn life from birds in the sky. To learn lingo, urban dictionary. The tops of the poplars, the common blackbird hops. Shopping trolley nights vandalised. Difficult times, magnificent skies. Um, is it curtains? I think it's heat? done, yeah. I think, well, I, I think, as, as I say, I, I think it will be the Lakers in six. So I think the Heat will win the next one and then uh, 
Yeah, LeBron and the, uh, the Lakers and Sealer. Mm. But what do I know? We'll see. I'll let you get out of here then, Popey. And, uh, yeah, I'm absolutely starving, as you can probably tell. Yeah, I've been rushed this last uh, 10 minutes, haven't I? Well, let's, well, yeah. Well, so, let's, so, so let's see. You haven't given me a bet of the week. You have, you've just about given me an unlikely lookalike. We haven't been able to record it, Awad. Like, um, you haven't <laughs> given me a, you haven't given me a Keegan of the week, a bad shout Billy of the week. Mother Nature knows us. She made us make machines. We blocked her on Insta, but we'll face her in our dreams. We bend till it's broken off and falls. America plays out like Rome on fast forward. Difficult times, magnificent skies. Difficult times, silver linings. Keep saying. You're going, you're going on about LeBron being a diva. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly above him in the diva stakes. Based on this uh, this episode, at least. And I think going back to this episode, I think LeBron more than anyone could do with a, a little Elton rug, couldn't he? There or a a real <laughs> a real part of Belgravia. Yeah. He's looking he's looking patchy under them fucking Disney lights. Didn't we all? Uh, yeah, we'd all love it. Either like uh, like Elton, synthetic or not. Yeah. So uh, shave it. Really. Shave it. Get rid of it, Mick. Just get rid of it. <laughs> I let you go, lad. I'll speak to you next week. The Derby. Me, you, Kevin Campbell. Enjoy your Richard the Third. See you later. See you later. I can't taste anything. That's Baz's hot sauce. Can't wait till I can't feel my face in the spot. Difficult times, magnificent skies. Was I at that dinner? Just tell me. Was I at that dinner? Was I at that dinner? You were in the you were in the building. I was in the building. So you know damn well I was at that dinner, and you swore to me that I would have a fair hearing at that dinner. Did you not? Did you not? Well, tell me I was at least at the dinner. Allow me that much.